0: This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com slash specialoffer. All lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer.
1: Welcome to Co-Parenting with the Universe. This is your host, Muriel Felous. And today I am recording this episode in a car while I'm waiting for my friend. I uh, just finished uh, a Pilates class that she's teaching and I love it. And she now is taking a class herself. So I thought I would take this um, opportunity to record the episode in the car because we're going to meet after to have um, a drink and to go shopping. She's traveling soon. I'm traveling soon. So that's going to be a very spontaneous and inspired exercise, uh, not exercise. Well, you know what? Let's do an exercise uh, in this episode. Um, and um, I'm going to follow totally what I am inspired to tell you. I trust that the universe is guiding me to say something that someone has Uh, needs to hear right now, like it happens to me so many times when I listen to podcasts. So to give you some news about what's going on for me and my son, so he started school again, second year, last year of high school, since he had to redo the 11th grade because of the language, and he's so much more at ease than last year, of course, because last year it was new. And it's a pleasure to see the, the difference in his attitude, in his body language, everything. So I wanted just to remind you of something that I came across. And it applies to all kids, not specifically um, to teenagers. But I talk a lot about the... F- the fight, flight, or freeze response in the body. I've done something this week. I've been explaining that in Hebrew for um, the clients that I'm starting to build here. So it's really fresh in my, uh, in my memory. And I wanted to give you some examples of what would a kid do when they are in a fight, flight, or freeze emotional state because sometimes they behave, they behave in ways that are irritating to us, but knowing how to read the cues and the clues that something is going on will help us stay calm and, um, not take things personally. I'm also rereading the four agreements, but this time in Hebrew, because I want to train my brain to start uh, being even more fluent since I'm going to start teaching and coaching in Hebrew as well. And one of the agreements is to not take things personally. And I'm sure if you haven't read the book, that's um, a book that I really, really recommend. And I'm sure it's easier said than done. But when you have the tools in your arsenal to be able to do that, things go way more smoothly. So let's go over a few signs that your kid is in a fight flight or freeze reaction, in a stress reaction with their brain in um, with the amyg- amygdala in the brain, which is the stress center active. So let me give you some examples of a fight reaction for a stress response that response that Manifests is itself as fighting, so you would see your teen or your kid yelling, screaming, and using mean words. And by the way, before I I go into there, this is something that I got from the whole-hearted school counseling. I'll post the image in in the Facebook group for you to be able to refer to it. So fight. Yelling, screaming, using mean words, hitting, kicking, biting, maybe teenagers, it's a little bit less, throwing things or punching, uh, blaming, deflecting, uh, deflecting responsibility and being defensive, being demanding or controlling, oppositional, defiant or non-compliant. Moving towards what feels threatening, and that was one that my son used to choose so often, and that literally made my adrenaline go up through the roof. Being irritable, angry, furious, offended or aggressive that's also something that I've come across uh, I've come across in my house. Now. The example of a stress response that manifests as a flight, which means escaping. So wanting to escape or running run away, unfocused and having a hard time paying attention, fidgeting, restlessness, hyperactive, so that's totally I have two ADHD kids, so I know that well that one well as well. Preoccupied or busy, and by the way, when we read that, it applies to us too, I, I, I'm noticing. Preoccupied, busy with everything but the thing you have to do. I know that well with my business that sometimes I have resistance. Procrastinating, avoidant, ignores the situation. That's, that can be your team, that can be you. Moving away from what feels threatening. Being anxious, panicked, scared, worried, or overwhelmed. That's also very frequent. And finally, a stress response that manifests as a freeze state. Shutting down. Your mind goes blank. Urge to hide or isolate oneself. Verbally unresponsive or saying, I don't know a lot. I know that one too in my house, with my son. Difficulty with completing completing tasks. Zoned out, or daydreaming, unable to move, feeling stuck, depressed, numb, bored, apathic, or helpless. And of course, if you have a kid that has been diagnosed with ADD, ADHD, or that, you may find some some symptoms here, but. Pay attention, pay attention, and try to see if something is going on instead of, for example, verbally unresponsive. Used to drive me nuts because I and I mentioned many times in my classes, in my master classes, in my coaching groups, everywhere that when my kids were young, I used to have a default automatic response that if they did not. Listen to what I was saying, or if they did not, um, if they did disobey, I took that as a disrespect. And in my family, I've learned that disrespect equals no love. So I felt in love and I used to react in a disproportionate way. So let's pay attention to that. The ones that talk to you the most, pick one or two that you see a lot in your house and focus on that and try to even tap on it. Imagining your teen being, acting in that way and try to neutralize the trigger because the more the trigger will be neutralized, the more you will understand at a nervous level, nervous system level that it is not directed towards you but that it is a reaction that they have because of something else, the more you're going to be able to not take that personally. And frankly, I've been speaking so fast. Let's let's take a breath. I hope you took one with me. Frankly, when you take the word much less personally, you have so much more peace of mind. So you may hear a car because like I said, I'm in the car today. Um, That's what's going on. Now, as far as an exercise, I am currently learning how to develop my intuition and how to become like a a Zen, like a Jedi, like a Yoda, if you know Star Wars, or a guru, if you want, uh, in those. So there is Star Wars and there, there is... Well that would be someone who is fully present with their emotion, uh, their peace of mind, fully present with their energy, sorry, in fact, not emotion, that's not what I wanted to say, fully present with their energy, into their energy, instead of letting everyone else's energy penetrate their field. And that's a training. And when we talk about not taking things personally, the more we are, quote unquote, personal with our own energy and anchored into it and full of it, the less we'll be affected by people around us. So I would like right now for you to close your eyes and take a deep breath. And imagine that your energy roots are going down all the way in the center of the earth. And that like an energy waterfall, anything that is bothering, anything that is not your energy, anything that doesn't belong to you, whether it is a stress from the outside, a stress from an idea, anything at all is being poured into the center of the earth into that ball of energy to be transmuted. So I'm giving you a little bit of time to do that. Imagine that you're literally emptying yourself from what you don't want there because it doesn't belong to you. And now imagine that from above at the same time, there is a flow of energy that is so strong that it penetrates your aura, your body, entering your head from the center of your of your seventh chakra opening just above the head the, the crown chakra and now as this energy is flowing it's going all the way down into down, 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 into your, all the way down to your root chakra. And from the back, f- following the colon of your spine, all the way from the head to the root chakra. And turning around at the root chakra and coming back up. And the energy flow is so strong that it is like a tap. And once you feel it's going back up, And it's spraying from the top of your head into your aura. And all your aura is filling up with energy that belongs to you, that is related to your cosmic connection to the universe. So really see your body, your chakras, filling up with that strong energy that has some kind of energy pressure. So it it will... Have enough power to turn around and come back up. And then it is filling your entire energy field. Your biofield, like a bubble around you at an arm length. Sending away anything that's not yours. You acknowledge that it's not yours. You don't make a drama out of it. You're just sending it away. And now... Imagine that around your energy field there is like an energy cord surrounding it all around you. Really stating the difference between in your energy field and out your energy field. And in front of you, imagine an energy crystal that is the connection of that energy cord like a buckle of a belt. It's a crystal. It's like a lock. And that lock is letting in anything that you want, like love or good vibes from other people but it's reflecting, it's vibrating and feeling the energy and knowing, responding to your intention of wanting only your energy in your energy field and only energy from other people that you invite. And that's an exercise you can do really quick. If you practice it, you can do it even with your eyes open. And when you interact with your teenager or any relationship for the matter, You have that cord of energy all around your energy field, like a protection with a lock that is a knowing, a conscious lock that knows what to let in, what to reflect and when to Make your energy field a little bit smaller if someone comes to you. Make it bigger if you're outside in nature or in a place where you can have it extended. And every f- every time you meet someone, you can also give them a piece of that crystal. They, you can give them a piece of that. Telling them, I have a gift for you. I don't want your energy in my field, but here, that's how you can deal with yours too. In a very generous giving intention, but at the same time with a firm boundary, a firm intention for a limit so that you are purely present with your energy and nothing else. feel how it affects the way you're feeling in your body. You can even stop the podcast if you want and continue to extend this exercise. Because that's something that changed a lot for me in the way that I feel. And I remind myself to do that. I have a timer. You can do that too, two, three times a day, while being really present in your body, in the center of your head. Feeling your energy, being inviting to what you want and protected from the rest, away from the rest. And there is enough pressure in that cosmic energy to feel your aura in a way that there is no hole, no space for something else but your energy. See how you feel. See how how much safer it feels, how much calmer and how much high it vibrates. I'll take a deep breath. Imagine that you're zipping your energy and come back. So that's something that is derived from all the learning that I'm doing now. I'm studying with uh, a mentor called John John Allen. And I love what I'm learning. I'm also, of course, always learning from Donna Eden with her class and her book. And I love sharing what I'm learning that I see is so potent for me and is changing the way I apprehend life and I interact with other people. So I really hope it helps. Like I mentioned, this is the car episode. Um, Spontaneous, inspired from above. And I, sh- I am sure that someone will need to hear that. Someone, will, someone, a mom or even several of them will need that tool and will benefit from that. So that's it for today. I'm going to go back to doing whatever I was doing and meeting my friend.
0: And yeah. I'll see you next time. Bye.